This week on the BAMCAST, wise men say only fools rush in. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCAST. Hey, BAMCAST. Episode 232. Yeah, it's a podcast. I know, right? Sounds about right. With number. So... I'm Harlan. <laughs> I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Mm-hmm. We come in here and talk about it for the first half. And good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jacks and robot jobs. Yeah. Huzzah. <laughs> and the bad bad movies. Stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags. Listen to two bags after Twilight. Oh. Which is a giant flavor bag of poop. <laughs> poop sack, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> poop sack. Uh, so, um, kind of random movie? Um, yeah, no, it tied no? in. Oh, to what? Life? Two weeks ago, we watched the Power Rangers movie. Yep. Oh, Did the research and found okay. out that the guy who wrote Power Rangers wrote this week's movie. Right. Red Scorpion. Yeah. 1988. Starring the man, the myth, the legend, Dolph Lundgren. I have wanted to watch Red Scorpion for so long. Well, now you have. I have. So let's get a plot summary out of the way. Okay. Talk more about that experience of watching Red Scorpion. A Russian KGB agent is sent to Africa to kill an anti-communist black revolutionary. However, he has a change of heart when he sees how the Russians and the, their Cuban allies are killing and repressing the locals. So he switches sides and helps the rebels. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Let's take a break. He helps them out. He does. He gives them good advice. <laughs> <laughs> that they just didn't He take. drives their kids to <laughs> school. <laughs> Hashtag, when they hey, guys. <laughs> So uh, he hands them a shawl when they get cold. Mm-hmm. There was only one set of footprints. <laughs> That's <laughs> that when, when Dolph, Dolph was, was carrying, carrying you through mm-hmm. the desert on a um, machine gun. Directed by Bam Castellum. Yep. Director of a big Joe favorite of ours, Zito? Invasion USA, Joseph Zito. Joseph Zito. Joey Z. And financed by huge douchebag <laughs> Jack Abramoff. Yeah. Who also helped write the story. Yeah. It's also written vision. by huge douchebag <laughs> Jack Abramoff. <laughs> yeah. So it's got some history. Hmm. It does, doesn't yeah, it? It, it does. also has a sequel that has absolutely nothing to do with this one. Correct. That's the best kind of sequel. So yeah. don't bother with that one, apparently. Nah, but it has Michael Ironside in it, so you kind of do have to bother Ooh. with it. Yeah. yeah, they had one guy they were kind of hoping was. Yeah. Like, like, they got a guy, that I think it was one of those cases where it was like, can we get Michael Ironside? And then they couldn't, so like... Can we get a guy that looks kind of like Michael Ironside? Yes. And so they yes, asked. we can. They said yes. <laughs> yep. And we'll blow that fucker's arm off later. Mm-hmm. We have just Spoilers. the guy for you. Spoilers. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this guy's just itching to get his arm blown off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, some movie. How's it open? Oh, it opens in the, the war room. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, a I don't very know. long PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And they call in Dolph, who says nothing. And he's, yep. as he's introduced to everybody in the room. And introduced to a Cuban general and the jovial Cuban general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Offers him like a cigar. A cigar. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, touch me, my friend. You are Dolph. I am Cuban. Yeah. So yeah, just backstory of like what's going on with these rebels in this shithole country that I don't know why they want, but they do. They want it real bad. Yeah. There's nothing of value there <laughs> that we know of. They never explain any, any reason for them being there. Yeah, Lots but we're not. Dirt. It's not Waterworld yet. We don't need the dirt. <laughs> The dirt is worthless right now. Plenty of dirt. Yeah. Just land, man. Dirt's everywhere. They know Waterworld's coming. Ah. The Russians are clued in on that. Right. Mm. 
I just I can't figure out what the strategic value of this place is. No idea. They, they don't bother to explain it that I know of. Nope. It was just the Russians were assholes. Yep. Fuck. So yeah, here's this guy. He's he's beloved slash feared by everybody. Powerful, radical, rebellion guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should get him. Right. Because he might rise up. Yeah. So Dolph goes to camp. A camp. <laughs> I love that movie. Dolph goes to camp. Dolph goes to camp. <laughs> uh, he goes to a military camp and um, starts to pretend that he's getting drunk. Mm-hmm. Yes. He does everything with vodka for a while except for drink it. And I guess he never really drinks very much of it. No. He, as a matter of fact, I don't think he ever actually he, swallowed it. I think when, the, when they actually walked in and were looking straight in the face, I think he drank yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. A couple swigs. Yeah. yeah. First off, he, he pours about half the bottle down the sink to mm-hmm. looks like he's been drinking for a while. Mm-hmm. Then he gargles with it, and then he puts some on his hair, and then he puts some on kind of like aftershave, I guess, so he just smell like he's been... Reek of vodka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The smelliest of all alcohols, which is... No, it's not. Yeah. That's why people drink it at work, because it's the one that really doesn't get on your breath that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the other ones. Anyway, it has a pro scent. tip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, kids. But are going to drink at work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just say. There you go. your man. <laughs> Ding. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So don't forget who told you. <laughs> so yeah, not he, me. <laughs> he stumbles into the actual bar, gets a little bit of a record scratch as he walks in and belches. Yeah. Well, he kind of kicks the door open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. that doesn't stop anybody. They're just no. like, ah. well, thank God he did because whatever the hell they were listening to, oh, just the s- shrieking tones yeah. of whatever the fuck. I think it was like a Yoko Ono album or something. I yeah, don't, I don't know. Played backwards. Yeah. <laughs> So and pretty, on 45 and it was a third but at least when he, he burped he, he briefly did record scratch stop right which stopped the music but everybody else was like eh, whatever yeah and then he just kind of starts walking up to people picking fights he's well like, he like kicks he kicks one guy out of the way and that guy flies across the room mm-hmm. i mean he's got superhuman powers already uh and yeah he just makes his way through the room is just like hey you looking at me punch well yeah he goes on <laughs> one guy like oh you're you're check yeah i'll check this out and punch you in the face <laughs> right and then the guy's like hey you broke my nose and yeah. he's like hey yeah. too bad punch again mm-hmm. <laughs> and the bartender's like hey you can't do that in here and so bartender gets punched as well and everyone's just like well i guess this happens here yeah, yeah. and he just eventually grabs somebody's gun mm-hmm. yeah because he's walking back out and just picking up people by the face yeah <laughs> and throwing them out of the way and like guards come in with guns and he's just like oh thanks a gun takes the gun and just starts spraying bullets not Punisher style, sadly, but mm, pretty close. It lasts longer than it should. Yeah, for, that, for the one magazine in the gun there. Yeah, he yeah. empties that or the clip. I don't know. <laughs> he does empty the clip. Yes, yeah, he, he does. does. Uh, and then two more guards come in, also with guns. Mm-hmm. And we thought he was going to be like, "Hey, thanks, more guns." <laughs> well, they said. I think they they come in. And they're like, "Have you lost your mind?" He's like, "No, I just ran out of bullets." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Dolph. And they're like, "Come on, yeah, you going to jail, Dolph jail." Yeah, and at this point, I wasn't sure. I, it, it wasn't clear to me if, like, only his superiors knew about his mission or if these guys were kind of in on it. Well, they didn't really make it clear that this was his plan or this is what was happening. It's just no, they just no. told him to go do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, he shows up in camp and came like, up with the idea. Well, they sent him there under the pretense that he was a military advisor. So I I don't think anyone at the camp had any idea, idea mm-hmm. that... Because otherwise, he could have just said, put me in jail... So I can infiltrate this thing. Right. So he had to do this ruse to make everyone think this. Because mm-hmm. his his goal is to get into the jail cell where they're holding this guy who's the buddy of the real guy. Yeah. He's that, like the right-hand man. Yeah. So that's just his goal, to get thrown in the jail where that guy is. Mm-hmm. And Which they, he does. And they do. And he's just like, well, yeah, and Brian James is the one who arrests him and throws him <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah. 
Brian James with a Russian accent, doing a Russian accent, not giving you what you want from Brian James. No, mostly not. No, yeah. But yes, Kintosh is the guy that's in the jail cell, mm-hmm. and also right before uh, Adolf is thrown in, and then shortly after, that's when M- Emmett Walsh is thrown in, yes. American journalist mm-hmm. who's just ra- raising holy hell. Oh yeah, about being thrown in this jail. About you better give me my tapes back. I'm a journalist. Duh, 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 America, commie yep. bastard, fucker, shit. Fuck balls. all of you. Yeah. Fuckity fuck fuck. Yep. Does every scene he's in? Does he swear? I believe so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yes. Because yeah, then I mean he's like he's me like oh my friend is here hello good friend and then they, they he just looks over and sees Dolph he's just like. You son of a bitch, Russian! You're American, mm. and these colors don't run in dirt. Yes, dirt. He is like Tex in Robot Jocks. Where he's just like, you goddamn Russian, get the fuck out of here! What the fuck is that trash doing in here? Yeah, man, he hates him just right off the bat. Just oh, look at this son of a bitch! Listen, it's 1988, mm-hmm. and he's American. I know. Hey, I know. Dolph is Russian, at least in this movie. Yes. So. Fuck that guy. It's given, man. I know. He's pissed. Cold War. Nostalgia. Yeah. So he's basically like. Those were the days. Yeah. He's like, you just sit over there, you damn dirty Russian, and I'm going to talk to my friend. Don't you listen. (laughs) Yeah. You stay on your side. I'll stay on mine. Don't breathe any of my air. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, this is M. Emmett Walsh speaking to Dolph. Who is still in Rocky Four form? Oh yeah, just like yeah. cut pro wrestler yeah. looking huge. Yeah, because there was a scene earlier where guys like I'm gonna fight you, and it was in the bar, and he punches him like three times, and Dolph just—it's almost like you hear the punch echo in his body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dolph is just like, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah I was gonna mention before M. Emmett Walsh, whatever Dewey. Before Dewey gets in the cell, <laughs> yeah, um, there's a. Kintosh has a friend who's been beaten up badly, and right. he throws him the vodka, Yeah, which I guess then the guy dies? Immediately. He's like, yeah. here's vodka for you, guy dies. I guess, mm-hmm. I don't know, just, I guess he was close anyway. He yeah. was like, here, into suffering. Right, he was with allergic vodka. to vodka. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. That's what killed him. Yep. Potato allergies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah, so that guy dies, and they carted him off like, yeah. as they were letting mm-hmm. Dewey yeah. into the cell. So. And the other guys are just basically like, you know, hey, so you know, he's Kintosh, all right. Yeah, Kintosh is already like, hey, he's all right. Yeah. He, you know, you can kind of maybe trust him, possibly. Yeah. Mm. But M.M. at Walsh is just like, like nope. nope, you just nope. don't listen to anything <clears throat> I say, and are you eyeballing me, listening to my words? <laughs> yeah. And then the bad guys come in to interrogate Kintosh or ask if he's him, because they don't yeah. even know that it's him. No. And he's like, yeah, it's me. And they're like, oh, well, we'll have a private execution. We're, we were going to execute you publicly, but... Because well, they, they have a little... Uh, they have a fracas. Yeah. <laughs> they're trying to break <laughs> out, sort of, and they get the guns turned back on them. And Well, M.M. Walsh is surprisingly fighty in this. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got balls. He's just yeah. like, fuck this. I'm, if I'm going out, I'm going to take mm-hmm. some of these damn Russians with me. So Yeah, and one of the guards ends up shooting um, John Bryan in the arm. Oh, Brian James. Or Brian James. God, <laughs> brain not working. <laughs> Brian James in the arm. Yeah. And uh, so, so, and but that's when Brian James is like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, he, and, he, and that's when he's going to, I'm going to do the pup. I'm going to do a private execution. And that's when yeah. Dolph steps in. And, yeah. Because the whole time during the whole half, first half of this fight, Dolph is just sitting in the corner going, hmm. yeah. Hmm. He's really not even on camera. Yeah. He's just out of the way. 
Uh, but yeah, he jumps up and turns a shotgun on him. And then they're free. They yeah. take the guns and knock him out and are sneaking through. The There's a lengthy sneaking process yeah. to just get in the back of a truck. Right. Which then suddenly the sun comes yeah. out and they're like, let's go. Yeah, it gets yeah. about 50 yards outside the camp. And they're like, hey, wait a second. And they're like, oh, we got two passengers for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, all all right. right. And then they jump in the back and not at all sneakily. <laughs> sneakily. <laughs> they, they get immediately murdered and yeah. thrown out the back. And the guard's like, hey, hey wait. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. And the guys in the truck are like, fuck, we're not stopping again. Go. Yeah. Because well, they also established that the truck's been backfiring. So when guns are shot, they're yeah. like, whatever, stupid eh, truck. Fuck mm. this truck. Let's just keep driving. Yeah. And, you know, sound alarms all send all the trucks and yeah. all, all the Raiders of the Lost Ark Basically. German technology out after them. Right. <laughs> yeah, because it's um, motorcycles with sidecars yeah. and a tank thing that. Yeah, I mean, it's basically all that stuff from the truck mm-hmm. chase in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. So. It's some kind of RPG that instead of being like an RPG, just shoots really large bullets mm-hmm. because it fires all the way through the truck and out like the, the front roll cage. You know, it's got a protective cage on the front windshield, which blusts the windshield out and leaves a big hole in the cage yeah. and then blows the door off. Never really explodes. It just kind of... Like Weapons in this system. movie do whatever they really need them to yeah, do. Basically. They don't do what they actually do. No. Yeah. But yeah. they do what looks know. cool. Sure. Kind of. But like Dolph does a thing where he comes out of the back of the truck and goes over and there's a, you know, there's a big like turret hole over the passenger side of this truck and Dolph just grabs that one guy and just goes yoink <laughs> and rips him <laughs> right out of the truck. Yep. <laughs> and then just drops into the seat like, hey. And the guy's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez, no. Yeah. And Dolph's face is just like, get out. And he's like, all right, fine. <laughs> and just throws himself out the door, which looks, he probably can't walk anymore after the way he landed. Uh, that yeah. guy looked hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't, didn't look like a good yeah. stunt fall. But so, yeah, Dolph's driving. Uh, Emma Walsh is like, can you believe this shit? This Russian's driving, but fuck this guy's first chance we get. I'm going to kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, despite Dolph basically doing all the work to right. get them out of there. Yeah. But yeah, so a, a motorcycle sidecar rides up alongside them and Dolph's kind of fighting with the guy sort of half-heartedly. Well, the guy has decided to do that. It's time for me to get in the truck. And Dolph is just like, no. <laughs> Every time the guy makes a move, he just pushes him like, nah, yeah, no. <laughs> you just stay over there. Yeah, not tonight. No. But yeah, then I guess he leans just a little bit like, no, seriously, get the fuck off the truck. And yeah. that's when him, him, Dewey, I'm just going to, Dewey, Dewey, fine, decides to kick him out the side of the truck. Like, yeah. ha So he lands on the motorcycle and yeah. probably fights both of them off yeah. the motorcycle and now has the sidecar motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And, and you do get the comical Dolph riding this little motorcycle looking like a giant. Yeah. Yeah, and so now he's on the motorcycle chasing the truck, and also there's another thing chasing the truck, and yeah, and meanwhile, and then a uh, tank shows up. Meanwhile, Kintosh has been tossing uh, grenades out the back, mm-hmm. blowing up a few, uh, blowing up a few sidecars here and there. There are some spectacular wreckages in the in this scene. Well, yeah, well, before the biggest one is before he kicks Dolph out of the car, uh, Dewey. Dewey is shooting at the truck, and Dolph's like, shoot the tires. And he's like, oh, you don't get to tell me what the fuck to do, you right. son of a bitch. <laughs> and then leans out and shoots the shoots one of the trucks, and that fucker explodes. Yep. Instantly. One shotgun yeah. blast yeah. disintegrates. There, there is, like, apparently, if you hit a car in the radiator mm-hmm. in this universe, mm-hmm. that car is going up. Yeah. Like, like, the gas tank is all stored in the radiator. Yeah. And he reacts pretty much like he, like you would if you had just done yeah, that. Yeah, he blows that thing up. It takes out a sidecar with it, and he just goes, Fucking A! <laughs> yeah. 
He's fist pumping. Yeah, just fist pumping. Like, yeah. Looks at Dolph, and he's like, "Oh wait, I hate you." Yeah, and then that's when he kicks him out. Yeah, goes back to doing his bullshit. Right. But yeah, when when <laughs> Walsh is like, "I've got this," and just starts hanging out the passenger side window with a shotgun, I was like, "Okay, well, yeah. this going to be that kind of movie where just there's no realistic expectation of characterization in this. Mm. It's just whoever has a gun is going to be fucking badass. Yeah, Whatever, yep. I got this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. Guns give you superpowers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the eighties. Mm-hmm. This is a nostalgic time. So there's a tank that shows up. Mm-hmm shoots at them and they just go off a cliff well they swerve to so that it hits like the thing that was in front of them which was like another large they vehicle. do like the red october yeah. maneuver yeah, which is just basically like drive towards another thing and then at the last moment move out of the way right yeah so yeah they blow up some other like troop transport or something that was in front of them and yeah because yeah, eventually Dolph has is back on it right yeah he's and jumped he back and, in yeah he and dewey are both holding down the gas pedal at the same time <laughs> yeah well because they get this thing like they they swerve to avoid the tank and then blow that up and then basically just go riding down this giant Mm -hmm. cliff face thing yeah to which it kind of just the truck basically just kind of falls apart by the time it's at the bottom yeah right and so he but he sticks some kind of explosive on it it's like let's get out of here before they come around the corner and of course they come around the corner and the thing explodes and all the guys jump out of the tank they're like good all right yeah cool they're all blown up so we're we're done Mm -hmm. here let's go home yeah our work here is done Mm -hmm. yeah so this begins their like trek across the desert um come come with me come to my village See my beautiful people. Kintosh is like, come on, my village is like two days walk. We'll mm-hmm. we'll just walk through the desert. No, yeah. no big deal. Visit my subway restaurant yeah. and all my fabulous <laughs> shopping malls. <laughs> no. By the way, we haven't established that this movie is entirely scored in its action scenes with Little Richard songs for some reason. Oh, and they're yeah. and they only use two of them. Yeah, just over and over, just alternating back and forth, and like they set it up earlier that someone had a tape of them, but then it just becomes in every scene, it's just play the next Little Richard song. And yeah, until the end. I mean, then it's like, all right, serious ass-kicking time. Right, but, like, up, and just in awkward places, too. Like, just, it'll just come up where it's just, like, people hanging out, and it's just like, hey, what's this thing? Press play. Little Richard song plays. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a strange country that only has access to one maxi single <laughs> that just flips. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, what else? So they yeah, basically skip to it. They they walk through the desert, arguing along the way, mm-hmm. and then get to the village. And of course, like they get to the village, and it's been blown to hell. Yep. Um, buzzards flying around, and oh god, death and destruction. Beginning the wow, the Russians are fucking terrible. They yeah. they sent in a hind helicopter gunship and blew up this. Because there's wailing and crying and gnashing of teeth by all the villagers, and yeah. his niece, I guess, is still alive, and she's like, oh, well, your brother and this guy and your friend, are they're all fine. They left this last night, so mm-hmm. they weren't here. Never mind all these other dead kids and everything. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, there's lots of scenes of, like, you know, people carrying around what appear to be dead kids in the background. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, what else are you going to do with them? Um, bury them? <laughs> Could, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Could. Bury them on the funeral pyre or whatever their customs are. Nah, you gotta get yeah. them to a Maybe that's place their to custom. Bury them. Just, just carry them around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, so I'm just saying, it's it's a hard R and, and not shy about showing war violence. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, and especially for an 80s movie, it's a lot more willing to show, like, okay, yeah, these women and children got killed. Yeah. Like, because because most of the times that gets kind of just glossed over, and it's like, no, that village was just full of soldiers yeah. that were fighting, and exactly. they're all they're all dead. And it's, they blew up a command center. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. This one, it's like, nah, these are yeah, these are people who had no hope of defending themselves. Right. right. So, so they walk off again, and then they come across like a pond or something. 
And Emma yeah. Walsh is like, fuck yeah, water! And just jumps right in, oh. suit and all. Gets amoeba in his ears. <laughs> yeah. God <laughs> only knows what happened to him. Murdered by a hippo. Yeah, yeah jumping in like, that water. We have water in America. This is great. Yeah, and he's taunting Dolph. He's like, they ever teach you to swim in goddamn Russia? <laughs> yeah. And then Dolph's like, all right, fine, I'll swim. Yeah. And he starts like kind of taking off his uniform. And, he, and then Emmett Walsh is like... Hell yeah! yeah take it, it off! Yeah, it's take like, it off! Take it off! And then the planet explodes behind Dolph as he's taking off his clothes. <laughs> well, he's about to take his pants off. So yeah. he's got like one button of his button fly. Boom! Done. Yeah, he gets air launched. <laughs> yes, he does into the pond. Yeah, immediately there's Russo Cubans there who are just R- like Russia Cubans. I don't know what the a fuck. A rush of Rubens. Cubans. Yes, Rubens. Yes, yeah, delicious sandwiches show have shown sandwiches. up. <laughs> a grip of Cubans. <laughs> and don't uh, Rubens have? Do Rubens have Russian dressing on them? Maybe. I don't know. Mm. If you know, write in. <laughs> I bet that would I'm not a sandwich s- artist. I bet that would Sorry. leave some sauerkrauts. Oh. <laughs> Angry Germans? Mm. Nine. Nine. So the bad them? guys have arrived. Yes. yes. And they're yes. shooting. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. Shooting and explosions and mortars. Like, they're right up on them, but they're still launching mortars at them for some reason. Oh, yeah. Shit's exploding all yeah. over the place. But then, like, all their buddies show up. I don't know where they were hiding, but they're like... Well, what happens is the one of the leaders from the camp, mm-hmm. one of the Cuban leaders, has... God, why can't I not remember this guy's name now? Al White. Kintosh? Yeah. Yeah. He's got to be like, if you do anything, I'm going to blow that off. Yeah, so Dolph... Dolph's like, all thinks right. about it. But Dolph, in the meantime, had taken over... These guys who had this weird machine gun, yeah. where like the clip is, or I don't know what it is, or if it's just like the stock it was just for a, it was bracing just a, it, a, a bipod. Yeah, but he's got it up, like it's like right up at the end of the barrel. Mm-hmm. So he's just swinging around with this thing all arms wide, which looks kind of awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At some points, it looks like he's kind of throwing the bullets out of the gun. Yeah. The way he's holding it is just like yeah. <laughs> it, it's just it's one of those guns that's like that just looks cool. Yeah. But yeah, he, he's. Kind of standing there for a second, and then he says, all right, drops the gun. So then immediately all of Kintosh's buddies pop out of the wherever they were. Yeah. Shoot that dude in the head mm-hmm. that was uh, threatening Kintosh and mm-hmm. kill everybody. Yeah. Dolph kills the the guards that were right around him. And then they're like, oh, Kintosh, everything's Yay. great. Yeah. But then and, like Dolph. And, and Dewey is hiding in the, the water, and he pops his head up. <laughs> right. And he's like... Yeah. What happened to your American yeah. friend? He's like, well, if you're, if you're going to die, yeah. I, I had to write about it <laughs> so, <laughs> so that they know. But Dolph, like, pops out from behind a rock. Now, Dolph is just wearing pants at this point. There's nothing mm-hmm. to identify Dolph. But as soon as Dolph, he comes out. from him being white. Well, yeah, but as soon as he pops out, they're all like, Russian, kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they all start shooting at him. And he's like, no, 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 wait, no, that's our friend. Don't. They all saw Rocky IV. I, I yeah. guess Who they didn't did? see Rocky IV? No one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And he's like, no, 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 he's our buddy. Don't, don't shoot him. He's coming with us. And they're all like squinty eyed, like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's take him to our leader, which they do. Yeah. <laughs> so they do. And they go see guy in the hat. Yeah. Is that Sundata? Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was that the the leader? That's the target. Yeah. Yeah. And Dolph's like, oh. Yeah, basically they yeah, talk. And he just—I mean—he's one of those guys. He, he doesn't even look like a soldier, and he looks like an African studies professor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And but he's just like, hey, I'm, you know. Apparently, he's like their spiritual leader, not yeah. their actual military leader. Mm-hmm. Right. He's just kind of like, eh. 
Whatever. But I mean, they're in this village, the shitty village with a ha- it's nothing. No value is had. Well, this is kind of like a temporary village. No, we I know. They're on the move. But yeah. the other village wasn't in. No. There's nothing there either. There's nothing in this entire, entire country. country. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty much but they got clotheslines. Yeah, but they've got some trucks that they stole from the people they just killed. Mm-hmm. And they're like, sweet, trucks. Yeah. And hey, Dolph, thanks for bringing this guy back to our other guy. You're going to jail. <laughs> well, they're like, it'd probably be safer for you and everyone else if. Because as he's walking through the village, he's just getting death stared oh, yeah. by oh, yeah. everybody. And like one guy just seriously was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm now I'm I'm just leaping out of my soul is mm-hmm. coming out towards you to yeah. kill you <laughs> when you sleep." Yep. Just, but yeah, so he's like, "Yeah, it's probably better if you just like kind of go in this cell for a little while." Right. Well, so he says, "If we down. keep you confined, yes, yeah. confined." Right. But yes, it's like this cell truck. I mean, they, it's a, well, they decide to put him in a in an aluminum foil can, yeah. but it's, it's like on a truck. I mean, it must be like a must be like a prisoner transport truck because must be yeah. But he's he's kind of conflicted in there, and he starts punching the wall. And like, if he had continued punching the wall, he would have punched through the wall. But sure. the, the guard's like, "Hey, stop!" Yeah, I think the whole time he's basically saying what we're to assume is the Russian soldier oath. Yeah, about duty and honor and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Right. Finally, the, he's like, "Hey, guard, you have a band aid." <laughs> Just kind of punching this thing and it hurts. Well, he's showing him his hand, yeah. and he's kind of got one finger kind of bent mm-hmm. back, like in the shadows making it look like he's torn off half his finger yeah and he's like you got a band-aid and the guys the guard just marches right up to the window just just touching all of his pockets not aware if he has a band-aid or not it's just like maybe i don't know band-aid white people whatever and then just gets right up there and dolph just grabs him by the face and just <laughs> up in the air just smashes him up against the yeah. cell a few times rips his key rips off his keys off it's yeah. like i'm out yep time to complete my mission yeah then he goes in stealth mode, mm-hmm. which he does a lot. Yeah. <laughs> stealth. He, yeah, he's uh, he's able to make his way into the leader's tent, mm-hmm. right up to his cot. Yeah, he's got his big knife out. And he's yeah. ready to stabby stab him, and then flip on the lights. It's a surprise party. Well, I love that as soon as he makes a move, that's when the guy lights his cigar. Oh yeah, and he's sitting in the other corner. <laughs> he's like, yeah. ho, ho, ho. Yeah. "What do you yeah, think you're doing? Yeah. You fucked up." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now we will put you in the pit of the sock. Yeah. And then he lights like five more cigars and all yeah. the guys are just like, ah, <laughs> how dare you? Yeah. And, and he says, you can't, you know, even if you kill me, it doesn't make any difference. You can't rob the people of their spirit. Yeah. yeah. yeah Kintosh comes running in and he's like, we're not going to kill him. We got a better plan. We're going to send him back to his people with a failed mission. Yeah. Watch what they do to him. That would yeah. be. A- but it's funny, too, because M.M. Walsh runs in during this. While they're all just holding me at gunpoint, and he's just like, fuck that, grabs a gun and just starts beating Dolph with it. <laughs> he's like, you son of a bitch, <laughs> yeah. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. The rest of them are just like, no, don't do anything. <laughs> he's just hitting him in the head and the stomach, and this is actually hurting Dolph now because, mm-hmm. you know, he's Somehow. a failure. But yes. whatever. But, but yes. yeah, they, they just exile him. Forgot how to they drop him in the middle of the road, I guess, on a path that they know the Russians are going to come along. Right. So yeah, they drive up on him, and they're like, huh, all right, we'll take him back to base. And yep. So it becomes first the russian guy from the beginning that the leader whatever general, general guy general yakov yeah is like <laughs> oh yeah well you failed that kind of sucks you probably shouldn't have failed uh but don't worry i'm going to talk to the cubans which i guess kind of have some sort of weird jurisdiction here i don't know sort of because it seems like the, it's their base yeah it's a cuban i'm going to talk to them and we'll get you released but you, right as of right now you're no longer spetsnaz yeah special forces and he's like but that's all I know how to be. <laughs> like, yeah, well, sorry. Yeah, you blew it. So he walks out and then in walk three Cubans and they're like, 
I know this one. Yeah, it's a pretty good joke. <laughs> doesn't end very funny, but <laughs> no, you know, it does. Um, they walk in and they're like, "Yeah, so your general basically said uh, we're to we're to figure out how to execute you." Mm-hmm. In the meantime, though, uh, this guy's gonna play with you. Yeah, and he comes over and he's got little pointy needle things. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I've got forty of these. I've never gotten past four because yeah. I know how to miss all the major organs." Pokey poke. Yeah, poke. stabs him through the bicep, which just. Ah. <laughs> well, first he like, kind of gives him like a nipple piercing, mm-hmm. and then it's like stabs him right through, like just under the bicep. Yeah, and then like the third or fourth one he gets to, it's just like it's through the shoulder. Yeah, he's mm. just like, all right, headbutt. Yeah, and then Hercules is his way the chains off the wall. Well, yeah, oh yeah, he, he wraps the chains around the dude's neck. Yeah. yeah, but then once that dude's dead, he just rips the chain out of the wall, just like fuck this. Which I kind of figured like he was gonna end up stabbing the dude in the neck with one of those things Figured. or something. If it was Probably. if someone knew what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a one Cuban lady in the room who I guess was taking the notes of because they were trying to get him to confess which again I don't know why he didn't just confess like well they're gonna kill me so let me tell you everything because why not. Yeah. Why do I have any loyalty at this point. Whatever. <laughs> but he's like I'm not gonna kill you. I just want you to leave a message for the general. Yeah. I'm still Spetsnaz. And I'm going to kill him. Peace, so peace out. Later. <laughs> later, later. Tell him all that. Yeah. And well, actually, he... the way... <laughs> I love the way he says it, which is actually in the oh, IMDb okay. quotes. Because okay. he goes, take a memo to General Vortech. Vortech. And she nods and he just says, subject, escape, <laughs> message, I am still Spetsnaz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he goes stumbling out, still wearing his chains through the desert. Mm-hmm. And he's... Like eventually doing the oh god it's so hot milk was a bad choice thing rolling down (laughs) dunes about to die and stumbles down one and then it becomes night yeah and the hind flies over shining like you know doing a searchlight thing looking for him and uh can't you know doesn't see him because he's like in the shadow of the dune or whatever he's behind yeah the dune is he (laughs) but yes he basically like he has a scorpion in front of him and he's just kind of like get out of here and then. He just kind of flicks him away. Well, Scorpion's just like, hey, hey it's Dolph Lundgren. Dolph That's Lundgren. pretty cool. Ah! <laughs> hey, Ivan Drago. Ah! <laughs> but yeah, so, but then it's like back's kind of sort of covered with scorpions, not like mm. quite the tarantulas from Two, Raiders. Yeah. maybe three. I think there's about four parting back there. One yeah. is covered with sure, scorpions. Yes, sure, yes, in this regard, yes. And and one is all it takes because one stings him. Stings him. Yeah. And he's just like, ow, yeah. I fall asleep now. Yep. Sleepy and. Time. He's rescued by an African Bushman who just kind of shows up. He'd been seeing him, mm-hmm. like, visions of this guy the whole movie, like, in the yeah. camp. And then, like, as they were doing the – the three of them were walking to Kintosh's village. Mm-hmm. He'd seen a vision of him. And then this guy just kind of shows up and is like, I'll take care of you. Yep. Yeah. And the other guy's like, you don't see the Bushman. Yeah. yeah. Like, You're a liar. Yeah. There's nothing there. They're too good. They don't exist. So so this guy, like – uh, it was joined by some younger, I guess it's like a hunting party, and they carry him back to the village, do a whole tribal dance thing, mud on his skin, you know, heal him and everything, while he's just kind of like laying there like, mm-hmm. dying. Yep. We could probably skip a lot of time here, because it, it becomes the, kind of the training movie thing of like, you know, they heal him back, and then it's like, take him out to show him how to hunt, and, mm-hmm. yep. and then there's like this weird thing where they, they, they he's kind of getting more brought into the tribe a little bit. And then like, they're like, here, have this gourd that we made this scorpion venom drink thing. Mm-hmm. So he drinks that and passes the fuck out again. And then they sort of tattoo stamp thing on his, like cut his skin and mm-hmm. give him kind of a branding yeah. type thing. Of That's a scorpion. A scorpion. Yeah. 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 That looks kind of awesome. He is yeah. now the red scorpion. Yeah. So 
But I'm just saying, it's like it's kind of weird because he doesn't really. I mean, somewhere along the way, he learns some of the language because, like, the next scene, it's like he's back out with the guy. He's got the tattoo. He's learning how to hunt. Yeah, the guy's like he's saying things to him that are jokes, and the and Dolph's like, ha ha, yeah, yeah. So yeah, apparently. they're 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 friends now, right. and then like they he stabs a boar with a spear, and it's like, okay, I guess you're Hell a hunter yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And while this has been going on, the Russians have. Dropped the blue rain on people, which is basically, hey, let's use some chemical weapons. Yes. That sounds fun. Yeah. So they've used chemical weapons on these innocent people and their animals. Yes. And they've also come in with flamethrowers and burned down everything. Yeah. 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 And, and they don't show anybody, any people getting burned, but I think it's kind of implied somewhat. Yeah. Well, yeah, we see the aftermath of it because, like, Dolph is, you know, eventually like, hey, it's a great day, stretch, and then, like, oh, look, a dead animal. Yeah, and then they go walking, and, and more dead animals, more and, animals. and then yeah. all the people are dead too. Yeah, and they and not a, and I mean this is this this, this was is a, a village earlier. Yeah. yeah, when he comes back later, it's like the Bushman tribe that he had joined. Yeah, and it was basically him and the other dude are the only ones left. Yeah, because yeah. basically what they said was the, the, there was a speech by the Russian general guy of uh, the guy what's the leader guy is speaking at a village. We don't know which village it is, so we're just going to kill them all. Mm-hmm. We're going to destroy all the villages, and we'll probably get them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's a solid plan. I like it. Yeah, just keep blowing up the shacks. He's mm-hmm. got to be in one of them. Yeah. So they. That's how we got Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> not really, Chuck. No. No. Actually, no. Oh, no. okay. Not even remotely like no. that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they're, they're, this be responsible man. <laughs> this scene was shown earlier with some other village, but yes, now it's just it's the. I mean, like everyone's kind of living in a shithole in this country. Mm-hmm. The Bushmen are like really definitely not have zero technology or yeah. weapons or anything you know so it's like spears i'm just saying like, spears and the scorpion other, the other the other uh, other villages and stuff may have possibly been part of the resistance these guys were not at all related but no. they've murdered them too so it's yeah. just it's, it's it's fuel for the movie of like okay the russians are really 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 fucking evil at this point just mm-hmm. beyond evil yeah so yes they come back and you know it's a tearful goodbye of like, all right, here's your spear, go murder them, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. yeah, go forth, my son, murder all of those motherfuckers. Basically, yeah, yeah. And then he goes back and finds the. Yeah, he walks right in the middle of their of the village where the resistance is, yeah. and then Emma Walsh is like that crazy motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh, this ain't happening. Not here. No, goes out there and is just like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> And he's got like he's got a little Napoleon syndrome or something going on when it comes to Dolph throughout yeah. this movie. Oh, he's yeah. like, oh my god, I'm taking that bitch down. Oh wait, yeah. we didn't even talk about the fact that the Russians came and murdered the resistance people as part of this too. Because apparently, yeah. as yeah. they as they were chemical weaponing all the smaller villages, <laughs> they actually did find the resistance yeah. camp because there was this giant firefight where they blew shit up. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, I mean, everything was blowing up, and then there's this shot where. The leader guy. What is the leader guy's name? I gotta stop calling him that. Sintostin. Leader guy. Sintosh. Leader guy. What do we I call him? I don't know. Fred Leaderson. <laughs> Fred Leaderson. <laughs> Sundata. Sundata. Was that yes. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah. Sundata was like had a gun, and then there was a kid like standing in the path of the hind, and mm-hmm. he g- grabs her and starts running, and kind of gets shot in the back right. as he's running away and saves her. Yeah. So by the time Dolph gets back, I mean, you know, this has just been a crazy firefight. They murdered all kinds of people and tanks rolled in and the mm-hmm. hind and everything. Anyway, they blew so up every straw hut they could find. Apparently they got away eventually somehow. I don't know. It looked like they were getting massacred, but they've gotten away where it's peaceful and they've started another camp. Cause that's mm-hmm. when Dolph walks in and Sundata is like dying in a bed and he's like, it's all right. I can tell he's changed. Yeah. You, I see you've got the tribal tattoo now and you have 
kind eyes. Yeah. So come yeah. here. And, and remember, Walsh is like, "Are you what? Because because he got a tattoo." Yeah. It's like fuck you guys. You're Don't idiots. you know what Russians do? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but he's like, I can see you have the warrior tattoo and the mm-hmm. warrior spirit, and you've forgotten your old yeah. ways. Yeah. Because he had to, he had he a has scene, seen the real he had a scene enemy. where he ripped off his dog tags. The last thing he was actually still wearing. Because by this point in the movie, we should point out, Dolph has been shirtless for about thirty minutes. Yeah, ever since he went swimming, and his <laughs> and his pants, he cut them off. Yeah, yeah, he's got the deadly prey shorts yeah, on. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's cut his pants down to deadly prey shorts, and that's it. And yeah. he was wearing that in his dog tags for basically the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he has since removed the dog tags because yes. he's just like, How, you've killed all of my friends and mm-hmm. yeah. rip all my friends are dead. <laughs> yeah, so. And there's like a, there's like a three second scene where they're like in a hut or something, and everyone's all the villagers are sad, and you think it's going to be like this montage of I'm going to teach you guys how to fight so that we can go raid nope. the camp. No, just cut to. Well, the one guy, the, <laughs> Kintosh is basically like, yeah, well, we're done. Mm-hmm. Our our leader's dead. We're screwed. They're going to win. Yep. You know, and that's when Dolph's like, no, I have a better idea. Yeah. Let's murder everyone. Yes. <laughs> and then cut to all of a sudden. Cut to three people working on the film who probably almost died when an explosion goes oh off. Oh, my God. Well, we get a little shot of a plunger first, you know, yeah. like classic yeah. TNT plunger. <laughs> yeah. And then, boom, <laughs> everything fucking blows up. Yeah. This, this one is my guy, favorite part of the movie. Yeah, this guy gets his helmet blown off. Mm-hmm. Like, they are that close to the explosion. Yeah. This guy's helmet got blown at that, the camera. And it's that big of an explosion. Yeah. That's yeah. F- that's fucking brutal. Yep. Yep. And yeah, so Dolph and company storm in and shit just starts blowing up yeah. everywhere. It's, everywhere. There's no real this rhyme or reason This is like your classic it. 80s, don't just strike the set, nuke the set yep. at the end of the movie thing. Yep. Because everything is getting absolutely destroyed. And mm-hmm. you see, I mean, this really is, we could draw more parallels to Deadly Prey because now he's got the Deadly Prey face paint thing yep. going on. Like, it's my murder face paint time. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, but say he's he's still. I think he's donned a vest to go with his. Uh, he might have it like yeah. Because yes. somebody loaned him a vest. Yeah, and he's and just running around, just shooting and murdering and blowing everything up. And then Emmett Walsh drives in with a jeep with a giant fucking cannon on the back of the jeep, and it, it looks like a World War Two like anti aircraft cannon or yeah. something, or a thirty millimeter it's a, cannon. It's yeah. bizarre looking. Yeah, and so the tank is returned. Dolph's nemesis, this tank. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and Dolph, you know, gets a couple shots off of the tank, and the tank stops, and Dolph's like, did I beat the tank? And then the tank starts moving, and he's like, oh, no, I didn't. So <laughs> so they um, they get to this bit where Emmett Walsh has driven this Jeep into the, into the camp and has driven into a hole. And Dolph comes yeah. over to him and is like, are you okay? And he's just like, fuck, yeah, we're going to get him. And, and he's like, I thought you needed some help. Yeah. It's like, oh, you've turned the corner. And so Dolph who is already pretty much superhuman at this point now goes full, just total superhero. Well, Cause he said something like, why don't you use that magic scorpion power or something? <laughs> yeah. And he just backlifts this Jeep out of the hole with MMA Walsh still inside. Like that mm-hmm. dude never decides, Hey, maybe yeah. I should get out and lighten your it's load such a little a bit. Dick move. <laughs> but MMA Walsh was his baby and he was like untrapped <laughs> under, oh, yeah, the bus. under the stone yeah, fountain. Totally. That fell on you. Yeah. 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 So he lifts that thing up and is like... Not only that, he, not only does he lift it up, he pulls it yes. out of the rut, yes. too. It's like, <laughs> and it's over. Okay. fucking Lundgren. Did okay, you, did, I'm just saying, the lift, I get. But right. he's been shirtless for half of this movie. <laughs> Haven't you seen those fucking muscles? <laughs> I did, but I've also seen also, Emmett Walsh. Also, guns are Dolph's baby. I've seen Emmett Walsh, yeah. and besides the, the weight of the Jeep, the Jeep thing with, and the, the cannon. with the fucking submarine <laughs> cannon on it. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. 
But so there's like a showdown between <laughs> the tank and that. Yeah, and the tank has been slowly advancing the whole time. Right. Yeah, like very lo- slowly lowering the, the barrel yeah. of it. And it's like... And Dolph's like, well, I got this. And yep. jumps into the back of this thing. I don't understand how this gun thing works at all. But Dolph just sort of aims it a little bit and just slaps the side of it. And boom. <laughs> and nukes Lights that tank. that tank up. Yep. And he's like, all right. My work here's done. Yep. Time to go murder some other motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we've killed up most of the main, uh, the troops outside. It's go. It's time for the boss battle inside. Yeah. yeah. And throws open a door, and I swear kills one guy before even entering the built. Like, he yeah. just aims, he just <laughs> aims he the gun around the corner and blind door, fires. Right. Yeah. He just, the only time blind fire has ever worked in any scenario whatsoever, just yep. <laughs> opens the door, starts firing, and off camera, one guy goes, ah! Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then immediately two other guys run out and instantly get turned into meat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Guy comes out with a machete. <laughs> he does. He blocks it with the gun. Yep. And then grabs the machete. A guy <laughs> is running into the room, throws the machete, nails the guy right in the chest. Yep. Like, like you do. Mm-hmm. Are you and, trying and, to say and, you've never thrown a machete and killed a man before? Oh, it didn't make that awesome a sound when I did. Okay. <laughs> it was like, yeah. And then funk. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he kills that guy and then... I don't even know how he kills the other dude who had the machete originally, but kills him. However he does. The guy whose nose he broke earlier is coming down the stairs, and he punches him in the face again. Yeah. It's like, where's the office? Oh, it's upstairs yeah, where the, the offices lead? are. Where's boss guy? Yeah. He goes up there, and the office is empty, but that dude's sweet-ass gun that we yes. saw in the cold yeah. open is in there. Like, almost like under a heavenly light. It's, it's almost like a, oh, and he comes into the room in this Yeah, it's giant the gun, gun that shows up on a lot of the posters. Yeah. Where it's, like, got that big circular thing on top mm-hmm. so he grabs that mm-hmm. uh yeah and then gets back outside and the guys are coming in mm-hmm. so he kills them on the stairs well yeah uh, he, yeah guys are coming in he kills them and then the not the general guy but the, the, the cuban, cuban the head cuban guy comes general. and he's like you know hey this isn't cool don't do this uh and he's got you know hand grenade giant hand grenade yeah like one of those old potato masher. yeah 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 potato masher yeah the world war ii style and he's like you don't want to do this i'm well armed which is kind of funny (laughs) 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 what happens but Dolph basically just starts shooting the wall until the guy has to run out into the hallway and there's kind of a showdown where he's got the grenade he's like you know this is small tight quarters in here Mm -hmm. you know big big grenade yeah and Dolph's like well fuck it (laughs) because the guy pulled the pin yeah he's like all right yeah so he shoots the guy's arm right off. <laughs> yes. And he's like, see ya. Blast, <laughs> blast it off at the bicep. Yeah. yeah. And guy crawls over to arm like, no. Yes. <laughs> and that building fucking explodes. Yeah. Dolph able to get out. Sure. One way he, or another. he was kind of limping at this point, but I guess he limped fast yeah, enough to get the fuck mm, out of the building. Totally okay. Yep. Yep. And Russian general is in the hind. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, all right, so, I think it's time to get out of up, here. Up. Go. Yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, he shoots a couple shots into the cockpit, blows up the cockpit. The the general sort of mm-hmm. crawls into the midsection of the chopper, and uh, yeah, somehow it's, the it's thing Huey. lands. Huey, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> somehow the thing lands after he shot it up because I figured we were getting a chopper fireball. Oh yeah, he I shot really it up and then just plopped back yeah. down. It, it yeah. hadn't gotten. He that just high blew up. the front of it off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it just plops back down, and and that guy's in the back. Yeah, and he's you know it's like I'm still, you know, Russian special forces, and he's like, no, you're not. So, and Dolph's like, <laughs> yeah, I am, see ya, and just R2. <laughs> starts walking away, and the guy's like, well, okay, if he's going to walk away and not pay me any mind, I guess I'll shoot him in the back, and as soon as he gets ready to do that, 
Dolph just whips around. And is like, oh, well, whips <laughs> around in slow motion, which you know you mean something pretty good is coming. Yeah. Because, yeah, he he whips around in slow motion, and just you just hear doom, doom, doom with that gun, and mm-hmm. I don't know what he hit, but enough to blow that thing up. Yeah. There were several points in this movie where, again, it doesn't matter what the plausible scenario is, but there, there's one in particular, like, he blows the hell out of this helicopter, but there was one earlier where they were shooting at a water tower, and oh, the yeah. water tower explodes <laughs> into flames. And it's like, it was well, I mean, it's a fucking water tower. Yeah. Nope. It was the Dude, napalm it was a tower. tower. <laughs> okay. To be fair, it fell over, and then they cut to a giant explosion. Sure. So. Yeah, yeah, but... I, I do like to think it's the traditional, you know, gasoline tower. Yes. yes. The two-stager. Everything fucking blew up. You know, you, you, the, the the gas lasts longer if you keep it at a higher altitude. Right. That's right. It's yeah. fresher. Yeah, it's fresh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that way you don't have to pump it. You don't have to worry about static electricity from right. pumping. You mm-hmm. just, sure. yeah. Well, it's okay. Like, because, I mean, a gas station, their gas goes, they go through it pretty quickly. But they, this was their store. Yeah. Right. So you have right. to keep it up high. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have exactly. to keep it away from thieves. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Gasoline thieves. Damn mm-hmm. thieves. Out so, in yes. the desert. I mean. Sure. Yes. Yes. You got people they'll, they'll driving by. They'll siphon your gas. Yeah. There's lousy. siphon it. It's like valuable like dirt out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got people driving by in the last of the V8 interceptors. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So, yes. So, the helicopter blows up. The hind blows up. Yeah. General's dead. And then it's just kind of like go back to the main three people and just say something. I, I don't know. It ends with a Dolph going, fucking day. Yeah. I don't know what the thing before it was, but. I mean, Walsh matter. says something about, well, you stick in the mud, Russian. This is pretty not cool, don't you think? Blah, blah. And. You gonna go back to your superiors or something? You gonna stay here and help us win the war? And he's fucking a, and then freeze frame, mm-hmm. freeze frame, and then another little Richard song. But this one punctuated with, <laughs> with explosions, yeah, and bullets. It's the kind of thing. This is all around the world, but like every time there's a break, yeah, it's all the like the sound effects. It's the kind of thing really. that would be in a parody video nowadays. Yes, yeah, but yeah. This was the song from Exploders. I mean, Explorers. <laughs> Exploders. <laughs> but yeah, the end. Red Scorpion yeah. has yep. concluded. It has. Yes. And now <laughs> we rate has. it. Now we rate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. No Star Growth because, well, no, no. no Richard songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like Predator. <laughs> no, one, no one quite instant, so there's none of that. Yeah. Um, no special awards. No. Aside from Dolph Award. Sure. I don't know. Having Dolph. Mimit was instanting almost the entire movie. It was. Yeah, I, I think someone who wrote not, in about this movie said it was a constant Ensign Award from him. But he's kind of kind gleeful. Of, I mean, yeah, he's really, not panicky though. Yeah, yeah it's thing. not panicky. It's more like fuck that guy. He's yeah, pretty ballsy. I mean, he will get out there and just. I mean, riding shotgun in that truck and blowing that other truck up and just being like, "Fuck yeah, that's that's not an Ensign. <laughs> that dude is fucking. I don't give a shit." I'm 65 years old. I'm going to destroy everything. Yeah. So it's kind of Bronsoning more than anything. Yeah, else. yeah. Okay, it wins a <laughs> yes. Bronson Award for old guy wrecking shit. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I'm not going first. Somebody else go first. Uh, four jocks. I have a lot of fun with this. Mm. It, shit blows up all the time. There's mm-hmm. some pacing, obviously, and it does devolve into oh, these people can't save themselves until the white guy shows up to do it, yeah. which you know. It is what it is. It happens more often than it should, but it's still. I love Dolph in this. Like I, I, I just think it's a lot of fun, and there are more explosions than I can remember in most movies we've seen. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, you're going to get four jocks out of me. That's <laughs> all there is to it, man. All right. And it had machete death. So <laughs> well, that's when true, it did. you can't you can't discount a machete death. Oh, all no, right, no, fair enough. 
Machete death is um, it's a big winner. When you have all those things with me, I, I can't help but give you five jocks. I'm s- just so much explosion. I I can't even contain like there's joy leaking out of me and in, in, in places <laughs> that you can't see. No, um, because of the, the camera. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> camera. But no, the God, the explosions. Mm-hmm. So much explode. Um, <laughs> so much good gun face. Mm-hmm. And Dolph being so Dolphy, Dolphesque, Dolph like. I think Dolphy is pretty Dolphy. good. <laughs> yeah. um, getting Dolphy with Save it. the yeah, Dolphy. Getting Dolphy. <laughs> save the Dolphies. Um, and Mimit's. Uh, Mimit. <laughs> yeah, Mimit. Um, his, Mimit! <laughs> his near constant fucking A's are. Um, just endearing, and he's one of the better supporting characters we've had in a movie. He like is. This. And, and there's just so much joyful, wanton destruction and wreckage in this movie. It just it it made me giggle. So five jocks for mm. giggles. Okay. Me. Chuck. Chuck's gonna bring it down. I'm gonna be right a, now. I'm gonna be a terrible stick in the mud on this movie. Um, I'm gonna give it two jocks. Oh. I, f- I kind of felt this movie the same way I felt about McBain in that you could probably edit it down to about 10 minutes and the rest of the movie is just useless. There's You're so useful. much there's so much just padded nonsense in this movie. It's it's it it wastes so much time over and over and over again just reestablishing that the Russians are the bad guys. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I get it. But you're not you're not really explaining why you're just making them pure evil for zero reason. A whole country, I you have to justify to me why they are doing this. In particular, because this place is fucking useless. There is nothing of any value in this location. Yeah, we know. There could be diamonds, but they just have murder yeah. boners, and they are just like we have to not only shoot everything, blow everything up, but we need to chemical <laughs> chemical warfare all of these motherfuckers. Yes. Well, the way I see it, the difference between this and McBain is, even though there's a lot of those scenes that don't involve the main character, mm-hmm. a lot of action scenes that don't involve him mm-hmm. because he's off doing something else. In McBain, those don't pay off at all, and they're really dull. Right. Whereas in this one they pay off because they're still good scenes. Yeah. And I think that's the main difference I have between those two. I mean, why I, I didn't feel let down at all by the fact that Dolph wasn't involved in the action. In the yeah. Case. And it's not necessarily that I'm let down that Dolph's not involved. I, the, the truck sequence is good. The, the, the entire ending obviously is, is good, but I just, I just feel like there's a lot of, especially like the first 20 minutes. It was just like, okay, movie, come on. Let what's happening here. What is this? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it just, it just didn't. It disappointed okay. me. I, I kind of had it built up in my mind to be something glorious, and I thought it was going to be like, oh, it's bad acting, but awesome action. But the action is very few and far between for right. me. So mm. I'm glad you went then because I thought I was going to be the bad guy and giving it three jocks. Um, yeah, the first, the first twenty to thirty minutes of this movie was really weird. Like, I, I honestly, like, I was kind of getting to the point where I was like, what the shit is this movie about? Yeah. Like, I mean, to the point that, it, like, I really didn't understand what his plan was. I mean, I, I could tell that he was faking to be drunk, but I, it didn't do enough to establish what his mission was. It was kind of like, there's a guy, you're our best, 
do something <laughs> like i it wasn't yeah. super clear about it especially with the accents and everything but so i was very lost for like the first 20 or 30 minutes kind of going all right i don't really know what's going on and then it picked up because the action kind of got crazy again and then it kind of got genocide for a little while mm-hmm. which is like well i can't get super pumped about this kind of action i mean you're, yeah you're blowing everything up it's tragic action. Yeah, though. it's it's not traction. <laughs> yes, <laughs> too much traction. And then it, then it then it lulls again into like the the you know the Bushman you mm-hmm. know rehabilitation thing. It's like uh, okay, just give me that in like a almost a montage, a little bit more montage area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yes, the the ending is amazing, and there are and the truck sequence and the ending are are great, and they're so great that that's what gets it all the way up to three jocks. I don't think it's as bad as McBain. I feel like McBain was really fucking weak. And everything but the action sequences. Yeah, I thought this was done a lot, lot better. Um, and it did get the uh, the grandpa seal of approval, like as far as like <laughs> you have you have made these people so evil that I want to watch you murder them. But mm-hmm. I don't know that they got as gruesome enough demise as they needed. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. they blew everything up, but there wasn't really that targeted like, oh, it's that guy now. Yeah, that yeah. guy's dead. Brian James just vanishes. I mean, he's not even in the in, in the end of this movie. Uh, it just felt like, you know, they, they established, like, at the end of this movie, like, there's two dudes in a tower who are shooting at one guy, and you know, okay, well, that one guy is going to shoot something out of that tower, and it's going to explode. But it kind of happens almost, like, behind the act, like, off camera. It's not, like, the focus mm. of the shot that it's in. It's like, you're just not getting the, yeah, murder these assholes. Really, just, I want to see them all suffer and die. It's just sort of like, yep, they blew everything up. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, I, I did like it. I just... Yeah, it had it had moments of lull that I didn't. Yeah, really I will say there's some like. weirdness early on because you figure earlier that Dolph is going to turn and be on their side, mm-hmm. and he doesn't. Yeah, so it's kind of like who are we rooting for here? I, I mean, you know, you're kind of supposed to be rooting for the the people that you know the people that are being oppressed, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like well, we've got a main hero who just tried to kill the leader of the good guys. Yeah. You know, so there is a weirdness about that, and I'm sure that comes a lot from the whole, hey, it's the 80s, and this guy's a commie, and, <laughs> yeah, you know. But it's, it's just kinda, it's, it's a weird premise for them to take in the first place. Yeah, it's ballsy yeah. to do that. I yeah. mean, like, you look at something like Red Heat, where, you know, Arnold is a Russian cop who comes mm-hmm. over to solve a murder. They never really, like, make him... I mean, you like him because it's Arnold, yeah. but it's not like he comes over and is just like, America, fuck yeah. He's just like, no, I'm going to solve this case, and I'm going home. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that the one American in the movie is a guy who's like, fuck that, fuck that. He's yeah. like the most abrasive guy in the movie. He's a major irritant. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, there's a lot of interesting things they're doing. It's movie. odd. The story structure, right. everything about it, the characterizations are all very strange. It was just, it just was un, not unsettling, but it was just like, I can't, this movie can't find its groove. I can't get into what this movie is trying to do. And reading a little bit about it, I mean, the whole thing was a total clusterfuck. Yeah, production and, nightmare. Yeah, so they were lucky to get what they got. I'm sure Brian James was probably like, fuck this, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> hanging out with you guys anymore. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, I, at least it's all in Jock's territory. Yeah. The way, the way, the look on your face, I was figuring you were going to be in bags. Oh, no, like, no, no, no. There's no way. No. No there, way. Trust me. There's enough things blowing up in this movie for it to not get bags. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? All okay. right. Okay.
right, welcome back. Hey, Bamcast, second half. Yeah, podcast. Hey, so let's so, talk about stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, correction from last week's mm-hmm. second half. Yeah. Our uh, fan Jody, who had left us awesome fan art, which if you check the live stream, you'll see it. It's mm-hmm. displayed right there. Is actually female, and I called her a man. So I'm sorry, Jody. You're not a man. You're a very womanly woman. So yes. my apologies for that. Sincerely, we apologize. I said, I, I, I've known half as many Jodies that are men as women, so mm-hmm. I just don't know anymore. It's like Pats. Pats. Actually, I've, I think I've only known one male Pat. The rest have been female Pats. Mm. So, Was it a TSA checkpoint? Get that male <laughs> Pat. Ha! <laughs> 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 that was almost a joke. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're workshopping a little bit. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good. As my relevant jokes from 2003. Yeah. Once we get to open <laughs> mic night, it's going to be great. I know. Yeah. <laughs> good job, scene You're going to polish that turd till it shines, aren't you? <laughs> So yeah, yeah. You guys watch any movies? Yeah, nope. I did a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because I wasn't here last week. week. But by the way, as an addendum, public service announcement. As an official addendum to last week's episode, because I was here for the movie, I just want to state publicly that Step Up 3D gets four jocks. All right, that is an acceptable rating. I want that. I want that on the record. Yeah. Okay. What did you think of the 3D, Chuck? It was dumb fun. Now? It was shot specifically for 3D, and therefore I'm all in on that. Ooh. I don't like the post conversion stuff. I can't no, stand step that. Up five. All uh, all in. Ooh. Very good. Nice. Good step up joke. Five, ten, sure. I like <laughs> that we're well versed in the universe of step up. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I also I just don't want to see 3D for movies that I really want to see. You know, like I don't need that gimmick for me to enjoy the movie. But for step up 3D, yeah. Fucking go all balls out with your 3D. I don't care. Do your weird hand movement shit, and yeah, I'm all for it. And make and Slurpees head. dance, and I don't care all that stuff. So the head twist thing, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. But I, I saw some movies, uh, most of which we've we've talked about. So I, it's almost me saying, yeah, that person was right. So like, I watched, <laughs> I watched Machete Kills. I kind of, I'm, I'm with you, BJ, on that. It's just like, all right, I get it. You know, it's you're you're trying real hard to make a shitty movie, but the th- the thing that's best about shitty B movies is that the people in them are trying to make the best movie they can, and they just have a really shitty budget, and so it kind of looks cheap. But they're trying to make it look like something else. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, the the finale of Machete Kills takes place in a convention center where they just threw up a blue curtain. <laughs> And it's like, you're not even trying. It's like you waited for Comic-Con to clear out, and then you just threw up a, a, a banner and filmed your movie there. It, it feels like they were just, like, running into industrial parks when they would close down and filming in the parking lot for a minute and then <laughs> running away. It was like, I just felt bad. And I feel bad for Danny Trejo because he's 70 years old, and he doesn't really give a shit anymore about anything he's doing. He's not as gung-ho as he has been in like the five-minute roles that he has in other movies. Mm-hmm. So it's it's sad. It's just like he's not giving me what I would think he should be giving me because he's 100 years old and really doesn't seem to care anymore. So, yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. There's some people in it who are just com- fully committed to what they're doing. Um, but I don't I just I don't know if Robert Rodriguez still has it, you know, still has that drive to make a good movie. He's, he's, he's almost like, you know, before he was making good movies because he was starving and wanted to make money. Mm-hmm. And I think now that he has money, he's maybe not pushing as hard as he can to really do something spectacular. 
I think he's at a point where he's not willing to use a budget and it shows mm-hmm. that, like he's just like, well, we'll just do the green screen thing. And it's like, yeah. cause it's easier. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but that's, it doesn't work as well. Like it just doesn't work anymore. And I mean like so much of the violence is CG, like just yeah. gunshots or th- CG. And it's just, it's so cheap. It's not even done well. It It's just top to bottom disappointing. Yeah. It, I don't know with him. It just feels like he's just, Making something to make something, yeah. You know, kind of like 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 we talk about Bruce Willis is always working just because mm-hmm. he's like, eh, because I need something to do. Boat money. That's he, what that's what it feels like. Robert Rodriguez is doing, yeah. You know, on the opposite, where there's no passion behind any of it, yeah. And I mean, th- the concept behind these movies is great, but you just the execution of them is just they're kind of going through the motions, yeah. So, um, bummer. Yeah, it it, it kind of was. I mean, I did like it. I like parts of it, but it's just it should be a home run, and it's not. Um, I watched all the Jack Ryan movies so that I could be well prepared for Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit, which yeah. of course reboots the whole damn thing and, and has hey. nothing to do with anything. Um, that movie's all right. Uh, the origin story part is better than the actual plot stuff. Mm-hmm. The actual plot stuff is kind of hokey and dumb and doesn't make a lot of sense. It just sort of basically becomes someone's going to blow up New York again. Oh, great. Yeah. So, but Kenneth Branagh is really committed to doing his Russian accent, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is real. He's doing like he's not the well-versed English-speaking Russian. He's like struggling with words at times, and I think that's fun. Yeah. He he has a good time, I think, in that. Uh, Chris Pine is better than Ben Affleck in that role. Okay, but not as good as anybody else. So okay, but it's all right. I mean, it's it's worth a watch. Did the other ones hold up? Yeah, they're all various degrees of good. Mm-hmm. Hunt for October is still amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Patriot Games is all right. It's just a standard revenge movie. Clear and Present Danger is still pretty good in terms of espionage twisty yeah. CIA stuff. Uh, Some of All Fears is just not a great movie, but it has the balls to set off a nuke. In Baltimore, In right? Baltimore, Yeah. Which they all just immediately start driving around and <laughs> hanging out in the middle of, which is kind of weird. I remember that in the theater going, Are yeah. you, no? Yeah. It's like one lady in the background says, oh, the fallout's over there. Don't worry. It's like, eh, okay. Mm. Wind is always just pushing one direction, never yeah, swirling or I anything. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, And then uh, I corrected a mistake that I had made for a long time by having not seen Bad Boys 2. What? Well, okay, I yeah, no, no, that's good. Yeah, I hadn't seen Bad Boys. Oh. Which I watched and was like, eh, this is dumb. Not in a good way. This is just contrived bullshit. Bay had not figured out his style yet. No, and, and I, there were production For troubles with that movie, too, and no one knew, you know, I mean, hell, Martin Lawrence is billed above Will Smith in that movie. That's, that's the era that movie was filmed in. Mm-hmm. Bad Boys 2. Holy God. I'm watching this movie like at one in the morning, and... There are action sequences happening to where I have both hands covering my mouth because I am laughing and in shock of what is happening. Yeah. To the point like where to I was traveling over the weekend and every time I got behind one of those car transport things yep. was freaking the fuck out. <laughs> like that yep. has changed my perspective on driving on highways because all I could see is someone going, well, time to let these cars go and mm-hmm. just destroying everything. Uh and then at the end of that movie, they invade Cuba. <laughs> yep. 
the end of that movie it, like i was talking to someone about it on twitter it has a logical ending they like solve the case they 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 get the bad guy and then the animated gift thing happens and it's like shit just gets real yep and then it's like well other people in the scene are like you guys look like you're about to do something crazy we're in and then they're like let's go invade cuba <laughs> it's like, what the hell and then they blow up a mansion drive through a favela uh-huh yeah. yeah that movie is amazing i just it what amazes me about that movie aside from all the obvious stuff mm-hmm. is that will smith did everything that's in that script yeah because that is not will smith's mo no no to and do you, that sort of shit no and you and i talked about it a little bit but i was very impressed by the things he was doing because he has some very weird issues about what he will and will not do on camera mm-hmm. Um, so there were scenes in the movie where I was, re- it was like, oh, he's learned that you can be an actor and do things that don't reflect on you as a person necessarily yeah. and still be able to come out of the end of the movie. Okay. Like you can do a haha gay misunderstanding scene mm-hmm. and no one's going to think Will Smith is gay yeah. because he's had this long running thing of like, you know, like. Like he wasn't going to kiss Anthony Michael Hall in that movie, the the early mm-hmm. thing that he Six did. Six degrees of separation. Yeah, and uh, you know he there was a there was a thing at the end of the original Bad Boys where the whole movie Martin Lawrence is telling him I love you man I love you man, and like through that whole production the movie was supposed to end with Will Smith saying I love you too, and he flat out refused to do it. Like Michael Bay almost had to beat him into saying it. Yeah, just because he's weird. weird. So yeah, he does stuff in that movie that was impressive, but holy crap the things that happened in that movie and i was all in on that movie when they were at the the kkk rally and just coming up out of these robes just (laughs) guns blazing in slow motion i was like yep and i don't care what else happens in this movie the movie's fantastic so still not on blu-ray no that's totally weird that's totally weird to me i don't get it I, I watched Will it Smith it, is blocking that. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he saw it and was like, oh, did I do those things? That's well, crazy. Shit. But it's in HD on a bunch of networks. That's how I watched yeah. it. So, But wow. If you have not seen Bad Boys 2, seriously. I need to watch those movies again. Changes your life. Bad watch Boys the, 1. Don't even watch the first one. Yes, do. <laughs> He's wrong. First one's bullshit. Right, first one's fine. Second one's better, but the first one's fine. Mm-hmm. First one's so frustrating with the, the contrived situation they're in of we have to pretend that we're the other person yeah whatever it's fun <laughs> that's one way to argue it mm-hmm. yeah but is that like that's got to be among the clearest cases of sequels better than the original oh absolutely hands down like there's I mean, no there's like empire strikes back but even then that has argument from people sure because it's is, star wars which is stupid but yeah i think the original bad boys <laughs> is average at best Okay. And 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 in retrospect it's a little embarrassing because it's like mid 90s slang that's that's way mm. just out of date and sounds hokey and so but man the second one holy holy god. <laughs> it's yep. like two and a half hours long too. It is the longest craziest action movie I think I've seen in a long time. That's that's my main issue with Michael Bay movies. I don't care about his quick cut editing like I've gotten used to that. I've done they're all like two and a half damn hours. Yeah. And they don't need to be. No. Well, I mean, movies like The Island don't need to be. No. Movies like Bad Boys 2 could have gone on another two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
But yeah, that's it's like the epic miniseries, mm-hmm. Bad Boys. Yeah, but that's like all the Transformers ones. They're all over two hours, aren't they? Oh yeah, the super. And long. you're just by the end, like I, like that third one. I don't even remember anything that happened in it, but I just remember being beat into submission by the end of it, just being like, uh, "You can just end. You can just end." Yeah. Third act is just let's go to Chicago, and then it's destroy all the things in mm-hmm. Chicago. Don't know why or how. Yeah, that's like I. I'll eventually see the new one because I want to see Mark Wahlberg say, hey, guys, I think we just found a Transformer. <laughs> what? No. I can't wait for that. Aside from that, I, I know I will watch it and remember nothing from it just like the previous three. Yeah. Yeah. So. Robots. It will have some robots. Yeah. And I won't be able to tell which ones are which. Yeah. And fuck that noise. You'll so be anyway. able to know Grimlock. He's a dinosaur. Yes, he, he is. Dinosaur. Dinosaur. So, those were my movies. Okay. okay. Uh, I saw a movie, and I can't remember if we discussed it off the air or on the live stream or on the show, but uh, got back from some plane flights. My wife said, you've never seen Pushing 10? And I said, no, I've never seen Pushing 10. And she apparently owns the DVD of it. Mm-hmm. Which is a non-anamorphic DVD is yeah. how Ooh, old it is. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, we watched Pushing 10. Which that movie has a really good cast, mm-hmm. full of people acting like complete assholes to one another throughout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's like a, st- we put that on your tombstone. Just the, <laughs> that complaint from you for ninety percent of what you watch is. <laughs> I know, but oh my god, it, they were just like so aggressively shitty to everyone, and it was that whole '90s thing of like, well, they're extreme. They're like the cowboys of the ground, you know? They're gonna. <laughs> they so I think ten. cowboys were the cowboys of the I, ground. I know. Yeah. <laughs> they push ten. They know what they're doing. Yeah, but they just like, uh, John Cusack in that movie. I don't like John Cusack anyway. Yeah. And wait, so, and wait, I, I looked what? over to her at what? one point and I was What's just like, here? John Cusack, he's kind of a dick. I looked over to her at one point and I said, if this is the movie that's supposed to turn me around on John Cusack, you're way off. Nah. But. I don't even know. He's just like. Anymore. He's the villain of that is, movie. Yeah. Despite how that movie wraps up, he is the villain yeah. of that movie. He is probably one of the most narcissistic characters I've ever seen on screen. Mm-hmm. And I can commend him for being so committed to it. Or maybe he just is a narcissistic asshole in general anyway. But holy. Oh, like like I was I was getting actively angry watching that movie. Because I think you, you've said it before. Like Billy Bob does nothing to him in that movie. Nothing. Nothing except being better at his job. Yeah. And he just cannot handle that. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he rubs John Cusack's face in it. He just does his job well. Yeah. John Cusack cannot handle that and goes off the rails. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's certainly not bad, Mm -hmm. but I think it loses its way in the second act. I mean, Angelina Jolie actually perks that movie up, Mm. but then they use her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And like the most random pointless nudity I think I've ever seen in a movie. (laughs) I know. Really? It's like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. Totally random. Mm-hmm. totally pointless but yep. still it's there it. sure yeah. but the end of that movie like kind of redeems things somewhat but i almost wish that it had been strictly like a workplace dark comedy yeah and they had never left the building they had never gone and gotten into their private lives and oh you know air traffic controllers they're super stressed they're all alcoholic they they are all div- they all get divorced multiple times and remarried you know I don't care about any of that. Like I was having more fun when they were at work mm-hmm. and it was actually kind of like an interesting job that you don't get to see and what they do. Yeah. That stuff's great. Yeah. And I was, I was, I think I was kind of hoping that would be the entire movie, but yeah, they, you no, know, they go outside. 
yeah, they get into all the other stuff. So, yeah, that's just a weird, it's, it's a weird movie. It's, it's out of place for the time. It's out of place for any time you watch it. There's really not a lot of movies like it. I mean, I understand your complaints like about the, the characters and the tone and mm-hmm. everything, but you, you just think about movies that came out around that time and even movies that come out now, it, it's structured so oddly, mm-hmm. especially the way the character roles are reversed. How the movie and the advertising and everything about it is telling you who the good guys are, but they're not. Yeah. They're absolutely not. Well, it just makes them all seem like really horrible people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Billy Bob is just, God, the mind ga- the, the mind games he plays with him just to fuck with him later on are so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then you realize he got him to basically destroy his life. Yes. So, oh, yeah. Just by psyching him out. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's a weird-ass movie. Yeah. So, you guys got anything else? Uh, I saw a movie. Yeah? I saw a movie about villains. Kind of like the people in this room that don't like John Cusack. But... <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want me to, like, bob my head around and kind of get all, all jittery and bob my head around? No, no. Maybe just, talk some nervous and just keep talking and... I don't know. Just like things. I don't know. They're anything. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> okay. Um... So right. I, I watched a uh, documentary called Necessary Evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the supervillains of DC Comics. Mm-hmm. I had no idea this was a thing that existed. Uh, we recently took a trip mm-hmm. to the ATL, Chuck and I. Oh, yeah. And we went to a Fry's, of which we do not have locally. So no. And all of their various and assorted weird uh, DVD selections that they have. Yeah. So I just saw this and was like, hey, I like comic books. I'll watch this. Mm-hmm. It's on Blu-ray for cheap. Um, <laughs> it's an all right documentary. I mean, it's... It's nothing to write home about as far as documentaries go. Um, I, I found some of the subject material very interesting where they, when they brought in certain people that actually went into the psychological aspects of for every villain and hero, there has to be the, you know, the counterpart, things like that. Right. Almost like the Joseph Campbell type things that they got mm-hmm. into. That, that was interesting, but like a lot of it was produced and they brought in certain people that made it feel like a DVD extra of, of little to no consequence. Mm. Um, I mean, just strange. Like some people, they would just have show up and it was like, you added absolutely nothing to the conversation here. And there was like almost just a little bit too much of that. It was like, mm-hmm. I was a character that did a voice for this cartoon, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm an actor. <laughs> like I, <don't, laughs> I have nothing to add to this. Just I, I voiced a DC villain once. Do mm. you think it was one of those cases of they got as many interviews as they could and then said, shit, we got to use these? Probably, or, or even to the point of, like, I mean, but then they had certain people show up more than once. Like, they just really didn't need to. I mean, like, not not all the actors were terrible. Like, they had Clancy Brown, who's, a you know, an actor, and he's voiced Lex Luthor, I think, several times in, right. the, in uh, the voice acting type thing. And it, it, what he said wasn't bad. I mean, and there were... It was funny, because, like, they had an actor... I don't think he's even... They didn't credit him with having done anything to do with DC Comics. It's just, like, they happened to talk to this guy, and he said something kind of smart, and it was like... Why, why, why you? Where did they pick you out hmm. of the lineup? And Do you even, think they were they, just they, grabbing they, people they off like the Comic Con floor? And, possibly. Okay. They even interviewed CM Punk once. No fucking reason whatsoever. He's, he's a comics. Guy. I guess. He, he, well, yeah, because he what he said was actually fairly poignant. And yeah. I was like, okay, but I don't know. It was it was worth a watch. I mean, I I now own it, so I might watch it again one day. But yeah, it's it was like they, they felt like they needed to make a ninety minute documentary, and it probably should have been more like an hour long mm. even you know even though it wouldn't really qualify as a movie but yeah too much of it was stretched out and felt like kind of bullshit dvd extras where they don't have any substance it's just like 
hey, we guess we need content to put on a disc. Well, maybe they were. Maybe it was being produced as an extra, and then they were like, well, we've got thirty minutes of deleted scenes. We yeah. could just make it a thing. Yeah, comic book fans will buy it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so well, they got me. So okay. it didn't happen. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's. I mean, if you're even remotely interested in the subject matter, it's it's not a, not a bad watch. I thought it was interesting that they did a a documentary, a whole documentary about the villains of all people, but I mean, they do have a extensive mm-hmm. rogues gallery in the DC universe. Is it, a, is it light? I mean, it's licensed. It's oh yeah. It's made by Warner okay. Brothers. I mean, so I don't know if it was something like, you know, Oh yeah, no, they've got like every okay. DC, you know, creator and everything got gotcha. stepping up and talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds pretty cool. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. All right. It's okay. <laughs> it was worth the, what? $6 or whatever it was for a Blu-ray. Yeah. It's pretty cheap. Yeah. So you guys so. want to hear some uh, emails, some voicemails, sure, yes, listener we correspondence? Do. Yes, we do. That's my favorite. <laughs> All right. First one up is from Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Who's got uh, another movie recommendation. He said, Dear Bamfcast, Dylan back again, and oh God, oh man, oh God, oh man, oh God, oh man, oh God, oh man. Uh-huh. I just realized you guys haven't seen 1987's Tough Guys Don't Dance. I dare you guys to watch it. Actually, I <laughs> dare you guys to watch it and try to make sense of it all. I watched it and I'm still not sure if my head screwed on right. I know action movies are more up your alley, but trust me, this crime drama is worth a look. Seriously, guys, watch it. No, seriously, watch it. Well, what are you waiting for? Get your fine asses off your pillows and watch it. Best wishes and thanks again, Dylan Bowman. P.S. If you get a chance, check out my YouTube channel, Dylan Bowman 11. Wait, we sit on pillows? I guess. Get your fine asses off pillows. <laughs> I, I wish you could see the chair I'm sitting in right now. Yeah. Well, you can kind of see it on live stream, but there's no padding on this chair. Mm-mm. I'd like him to see the like chair a- I sat on for like the first year. Which is just like oh, a, yeah. a fold-out <laughs> child's chair. One of, those beach, <laughs> one of those damn beach chair things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was good stuff. I always thought that movie was a straight-up drama. That's why I've never paid any damn attention to it. Hey, man. I also feel like it's a Norman Mailer movie or something like that, and it's like, why would that even remotely cross my path? <laughs> yeah, I don't don't know. Okay, I'm lost. I don't even know what this is. Yeah, it's got Ryan O'Neill and Roosevelt uh, Islay. Yeah. Hmm. Or the other way around. Whatever. Yeah. Isabella Rossellini. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isabella Rossellini. Yep. Is and Wings Hauser. <laughs> Is it? Okay, wait a minute. Now, okay. He's I'm got a, Wings Hauser. I'm back in. Yes, I, I knew you would be. Okay, I'll check that out. Is Cole Hauser in it also? Cole Hauser and Wings Hauser? Yeah. Are they, they, are they related? Are Cole's they, his son. That, oh, okay. Yeah. I was not aware. Yeah. Now I know. Yeah. yeah. Get me. Get Cole Hauser chewing on some words. <laughs> <laughs> Let me out of the cock hole. <laughs> All right. Next one up from Jared. It's titled Copy Jared. and Paste. Hmm. It says, hey guys. Hey. Jared here. Question. What is the difference between homage and straight jack in that movie's shit, yo, <laughs> as Chuck would put it? <laughs> I thought about this long and I just couldn't find that difference. Is it being reminded of a scene then being beat over the head about it? Is it how, a good, how good a movie is? Does it simply come down to personal taste? What's the dealio with that shiznit, as Chuck would say? <laughs> Keep strong. You should be proud. Jared <laughs> sent from my fourth generation sonic screwdriver. Mm-hmm. So, difference between homage and just straight up copy pasting. Well, let's ask Chuck first since he sure, since I, put it all these different I know ways. about Jack all this movies shiznit. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's, a ver- there's, there's a pretty easy answer for that, and it's like look at the early Zucker Brothers movies like uh, Airplane and stuff like that, and then look at the shitty date movie and all that mm-hmm. bullshit that came later. Whereas like they'll do a parody of something in airplane, but it's not just 
we're recreating the scene from a thing you know. It ha- it has some context to it. Yeah. To where those other movies are just like, now look, we're doing this. Now our characters are dressed like this. Yeah. It's like there's a scene in Spy Hard, which is terrible, one of the terrible later Leslie Nielsen movies, where they just do a dance sequence and all of a sudden they're Pulp Fictioning. Just cut to them in Pulp Fiction af- outfits doing Pulp Fiction dances. Mm-hmm. And that's the joke. There's no contextual reference for yeah. it. That's straight up Jack and Yo or whatever the hell I'm apparently if, apparently I'm Aaron Paul now. <laughs> hey, I'm the your, Aaron Paul. Words. <laughs> so I that that's kind of a good example, I think, of, mm-hmm. of the difference between the two. Well, I mean, does it also have something to do with um people's familiarity with this the the thing that's being referenced? I mean like what probably two percent of people that watch the Untouchables know the Odessa Steps thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean It could be. I Although mean, is that it, is kind of straight up lifted, I mean. I know. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, is it? Does it suddenly become a, a brilliant homage if you take from something that people are not aware? The of? The difference is how you make it your own. Yeah. Yeah. Because you because pe- there are people who are so anti-Tarantino that yeah. are just like he just he's stolen everything. Right. And yes, he has, but he's used it in a different way, yeah. and that's the difference. That was going to be my other example. Is that. Yeah. He, he does lift certain concepts and ideas and, and shots from other things, but it's not he doesn't just recreate them. It's not just like, you've never seen this, so I'm going to do it. It's that would fit well within, within the context of what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. So check it out. I mean, that, you yeah. Know, so. Yeah, that, that, that's the way I see it. Is as long as it's got your own spin on it, that means. Yeah. Level of talent it's worth by doing. the person doing it. That helps. Well, yeah, and there's also how well-known is it, kind of like you're saying. Like, if you straight up are lifting something that no one else is going to have any reference to, mm-hmm. because I think, like, in the second episode we ever did for Ricky O, there was the X-ray punch thing that was lifted straight from a different movie. Mm-hmm. But we hadn't seen that movie, so we didn't even realize it. Right. You know, sort of like giving them credit for this awesome thing. And it's like, yeah. no, actually, that was somebody else's entirely, but thanks for playing. <laughs> You know, yeah. Thanks, Jared. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we we certainly know some movies, but I think you'd almost have to ask ask somebody who has a really broad film knowledge about that. Because I mean, you know, we can pick out a lot of references to a lot of things, but when I mean, you get into certain kinds of, I mean, like something like Ricky O, like knowing the source material for that. You yeah, know, there's there's a level. I mean, most people kind of pick a genre of movie that they know a lot about. We can't know everything, mm-hmm. right? So we'll we will miss references, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Always do. Yep. All right, uh, next one up is from Freddie Flapjacks, who uh, he had recommended. <laughs> he, oh, you weren't I, here I believe, yeah, for Teddy Pancakes last week. Yeah, <laughs> No, I, I guess I missed this. Okay. Yeah, he had recommended a movie we'd already seen last week. So he said, uh, he said, uh, greetings, I was going to recommend that you watch Hobo with a Shotgun. Apparently, we've already talked about that one. And we have multiple times. So I'm going to recommend Lord of the G-Strings. <laughs> nope. I think three of you would give it at least a jocks each, while the fourth would give it two bags. It's an obvious parody starring Misty Monday, a throbbit named Dildo Saggins. <laughs> Dildo has been entrusted to destroy an enchanted D- G-string that has untold powers. One reason to watch this shitty movie is for the amount of tits on the screen. A second reason to watch is for a fuck ton of puns. No, I haven't talked to Scott Second about this. A final reason to watch is for when Dildo is debating the wizard Smirnoff about owing, <laughs> owing on the mission where, or going on the mission where she says, I don't know Smirnoff. I'm not noble or pure. I've cheated on my SATs. I've stuck up liquor stores. I piss in the shower. Freddy <laughs> Flopjacks. Except for my iPad 2 with a crack screen. 
I, I'm going to go ahead and go on record. If you is that a straight up porn or what? It, no, it's, 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 no. If it has, if if you see Misty Monday, it's off the table. Yeah, uh, immediately. Yeah, it is shot on video of Z grade bullshit. This came up during Dinosaur Month yeah. or whatever. Yeah, we, <laughs> the, okay. the first <laughs> the first triple. Yeah, rex. one of those I, we were going to do, and it was like no. Vaguely re- remember we, coming across this on Skinamax or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like a guy standing in front of a curtain. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. No. Yeah. It's it's, it's bad. No. It's literally Z grade softcore bullshit yeah i I, the ladies are attractive yeah but it's you know do do you really want to be four dudes hanging out in a room watching this no No. No. (laughs) misty monday is a lovely girl but i don't want to watch any of the movies she's in generally speaking i I have not ever seen her in anything that didn't look like it was shot on the world's cheapest home video camera Mm. yeah yeah with no white balancing or anything (laughs) (laughs) nope sorry freddie yeah i yeah Keep trying though, Freddie. I think I've sat, I mostly sat through I think one of her movies, and that's yeah. it. That's most I could do. Hey, we watched most of that, or good chunks of that dinosaur movie, yeah. which were embarrassing. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. 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 You want to uh, do the voicemail? Oh sure. And I got one more after that. Okay. Chuck, it's me, you, from the future. I know I left me. I mean you, a cliffhanger, but I was kind of Stallone. I was busy trying to avoid death via Matthew McConaughey. Ah, hey, we were able to go back in time and, and stop the assassination. Turns out the killer wasn't the beach after all. It was his evil twin brother, Count Lingus. He looks just like the beach, but with evil eyebrows. I, Chuck, wait, I'm sorry, in the year 2020, the appropriate way to say this would be, yo, Chuck, I'm not good working with Count Lingus. So... Harlow and Mackie double-teamed Catalingus like real men. Not gonna lie, the situation got wet. You know, from all the blood. The beach, he watched the whole time. It it was weird. Anyways, the good news is, we licked Catalingus for good and stopped the assassination. And the drones are all gone, but the bad news is, they've been replaced by something something worse. But I have more time, I'll call back to report. Hold on, Jesus, Jesus, have to answer Christ. I turn my back for one second. Hey, future Harlow. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You clearly have no pretense of cool. Stay the fuck away from my future meatball sub. I, I paid for it. But you didn't pay for it. Oh, yeah? I don't, I don't give a shit if you have no quarters. Well, same to you, pal. Ian from Cleveland, Ohio, dictated but not read, except for my spy tech. Remember when that was a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're sitting in on Ian having an episode. Like before he, like he's like he hasn't seen his therapist in like six days, and the appointment's tomorrow, and he just like he's losing it, and he's losing it, and yeah. Maybe, maybe we are his therapist. He's kind of like that Quantum Leap episode where he started <laughs> jumping into all of the people he jumped into before and uh, got thrown in an asylum. That sounds like me in the future. Meatball sub, <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah, you would totally take my meatballs. I would in the future. Yeah. I like that we're still hanging out in the future. That's cool. pretty cool. Sure. Although the future is 2020. It's not that far away. <laughs> Although it sounds, oh, like, shit. it sounds like shit gets real. <laughs> oh, it does. It's going to be a busy six years. Mm. Count the things. <laughs> so nothing to add? Anybody? No? Right. I, just, I haven't experienced it What is there yet. that we can say? Yeah. I just We have to wait until we get there. Futures. Oh, yeah. Like episode uh, 1,322. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll, we'll address that. Yes. It's a good idea. Put the show in the time capsule. <laughs> Dig it up in 2020. Who knows? Maybe we'll be worth something. 
So before I read the last email, all right. Question for you guys. Okay. Predator reboot. Yeah. Shane Black. Yeah. In. Yeah. Wait. What? Yes. Yep. Come again. Shane Black. They're making a Predator reboot, mm. and Shane Black will be directing it. In. Yeah. Is it is it Christmas time with Predator? I hope. Fucking better be. <laughs> <laughs> but he likes the hot. So is it like Christmas in L.A. Predator? Like Predator Two and Predator together? Is Shane Black. We. Don't know much about All it. Right. Yet. He's not writing it though. Um, he's doing a treatment for it, and then okay. he's giving it to Fred Decker, yeah. who did Monster Squad and other movies. Okay, so it's interesting how like every other reboot that gets announced, everyone's like, "Fuck you guys, do something new." And this is the first one I've seen where literally nobody has been like, "Well, fuck!" Like everybody's like, "Really?" Does he get to write himself back into it doing <laughs> jokes? I know. <laughs> I'd hope. Well, but this is the first time does that... Does he get to write himself back into it doing jokes? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. This is the first time they've announced one of these things where they're giving it to someone who has some kind of track record. It's not like... And they're giving it to this director of Mexican music videos. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's going to suck. You know? I mean, it's... You never know. And so your only instinct is, going, is that, well, that'll probably suck because I have no way to identify with what this person has done. Shane Black has a pedigree. Yeah. He was in Predator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we might be okay here. And really, the Predator universe, like like I was saying when the RoboCop reboot came out, has done enough damage to itself. It's not like a reboot is going to hurt the original at all. Predator itself did its own damage to that universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I know you like Predator too, but I mean, just the two versus movies and then that Predators thing, just like, who cares? So yeah, yeah reboot it. Make, I mean, it. make it good again. Predators, my issue with Predators is it was just so average. Yeah. Like, and 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 that misleading trailer mm. where they show all the lasers show up on him. Like, oh my God, there's a billion Predators. And it's like, there's three in the entire fucking movie. Yeah. You know, cause it's kind of like Alien versus Predator. There were, there were multiple Predators and then they killed them off within like five minutes of them showing up. And mm-hmm. it's like, all right, there's one Predator running around. Yeah. It's like, fuck you, movie. <laughs> yeah. And just having it, one Adrian Brody. I mean, really, come on. Yeah, that was just a weird bit of... Weird casting for your hero, whatever. And then having bits of dialogue be identical to the original movie is just kind of pandering in the worst way. Because mm-hmm. they're, so, they're such highly specific phrases. It's not like another person would just randomly say it when encountering another predator. Yeah. It's kind of like improperly doing an homage. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> ah. uh-huh. Yep. Message. This Just guy. straight up ripping, jacking that shit, yo. <laughs> was that was that what you said? I, I yes, I think maybe in the parlance right. of our times. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, jacking that shit, yo. <laughs> the hell did I ever say that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. Okay. Don't care. Hmm. So uh, last one's from Scott the Second. Oh, good. Who says uh, having your marijuana stolen can leave you disjointed? Greetings, Bamfcast. Indeed, it can. <laughs> Greetings, Bamftastic Four. A few months back, I reckon. Move, or, let me rewind that. A few months back, I recommended a movie from 1985 called The New Kids, starring James Spader as psychotic bully at a high school. Mm-hmm. That same year, he did a similar movie called Tough Turf, where he's mm-hmm. the victim of a high school bully. Both are Bamfcast worthy movies, but now might be a great time to do an episode on Tough Turf with the running dance movie theme going on. While it isn't a dance movie, there are two full-length dance numbers with music performances by Jim Carroll and Jack Mack and The Heart Attacks, no less. I think Mackie mentioned he wanted to do this one by so by all means, yes, do it. 
Harlow, it seems like Smoking the Bandit 2 put the brakes on your drive to see more Hal Needham car movies. Give Hooper a try. I think it'll give you what you wanted from the second Bandit movie. I'm keeping this short as a shark bit my foot off, and I'm feeling defeated. I just hope I'm not shunned by the lactose intolerant people after this. Scott second out, sent via carrier pigeon with a rocket pack. Scott just beats me into submission with his puns. Yes, lactose they, intolerant. They, lactose uh, intolerance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just wear you down. Yep. <laughs> so, new kids. Yes. James Spader. Yes. We need a Spader movie. We haven't done a Spader movie, have we? We have not done a single Spader movie. It's I don't uh, think so. mostly hard to do a Spader movie. He usually does, you know. He's usually pretty <laughs> smart about what he picks. Yeah. But yeah, both the new kids and Tough Turf would either one would be. I know Tough Turf has been one that's been like that's on the list, yeah. and then we just never get around to it. But yeah, it's weird how they're almost the same movie, but in one James Spader is being menaced, and in the other James Spader is menacing Ooh. people. So mm-hmm. always remember that special episode of Bamcast where we did Crash. <laughs> <laughs> we we're all just kind of grossed out for two hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not that Crash. Not the Academy Award winning one. The mm. other one. The gross one. The sex and car crashes one. I know. Yeah. Ugh. Never seen it. All right. It's gross. Cronenberg. It's gross. I wonder if people will feel uncomfortable during it. Probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. So is that, that going to do it for correspondence? I think so. Yes. 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 100% yes. We are done with correspondence. Forever? Yeah. No more. No, no. Just oh, today. Just today. <laughs> okay. The mailbag yeah. is okay. closed. <laughs> You don't tell me what to do with my mailbag. All right. Can we tell you to do correspondence info? Or ask you politely? You can. Okay. May, please, sir, may we have some correspondence info? Of course. Email us at bmf, bmfcast.com. Go to bmfcast.com. Look at the buttons on the right-hand side. Those will lead you to all of our uh, contacty things, the Facebookies, the Tweeties, the YouTubes. You know, all those fancy things that we do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you can also give us a call on the Garfield phone hotline, 910-5-JOCKS-BMF, 910-556-9263. Give us a call. Keep it short, sweet. Let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Bamcast Out.